Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know, when April 15th rolls around, I feel sorry for Bob Ryan. Imagine having to fill out all the paperwork when you work for the Globe, Around the Horn, Sports reporters occasionally fill in on Pardon the Interruption and WEEI from time to he time. He does bar mitzvahs. Bar mitzvahs. Uh, birthdays, Don't weddings. forget to tip your waiter and waitresses. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your tax return must be just a nightmare, Bob Ryan. I'm in the market for a personal aid. Would you like to apply for the job? Oh, that, that always looks good, being someone's uh, yeah. assistant. Yeah. No, it's not an aid, Bob. It's an Trust assistant. Me, I have no personal aids of any kind. No worries. Hey, Bob, can you think of a game with a particular result, whichever way it goes, that can so completely and totally change the perceptions and the legacies of a group of athletes. In other words, the positive pendulum swings to one group called a big three and away from a group called a big three based on what happens tonight. Would you agree? Yes, I would agree. Uh, everything is magnified here to a degree that I'm almost I'm very unfamiliar with. Um, it is an astonishing thing. The Heat created such a circumstance for themselves as we all know, that any, nothing short of a championship will, will be any good. And the Celtics have a chance to uh, write some history in an organization that's written a lot of history. And, you know, and that, uh, that promo that, that uh, they're using for the finals where Pierce is sitting up there on the, on the balcony, I don't know, on the uh, rafter, mm. uh, it looks very apropos now, doesn't it? I mean, the chance they have, they've given themselves a chance to actually make new history, and uh, that would that would set them up very nicely, yes. You know, the one thing we think we know about this Boston Celtic team is they never do anything the easy way. They never help, them out, help themselves out and win in six when they can win in seven and all that kind of stuff. On the other hand, it's back in Boston. Maybe the Heat are back on their heels. Would you be a bit surprised if the Celtics, because the term paper isn't due tonight, it's really due um, uh, Saturday night at 840, that they let this opportunity s- slip out of their hands? No, that's been the pattern, but I uh... – Yes, I mean, no yes from my saying. Yes, that's been the pattern. No, I would not be totally surprised. Uh, maybe a little bit now because I, th- I just think now this is a – we've now reached a, a different juncture. Uh, this isn't Atlanta in the first round. This isn't Philadelphia. This is a chance to go to the finals. I think if they lose the game, it will be only because uh, they have forced Miami to raise its level. That, that it's going to, they will lose in a great game, I think. I don't think they're going to uh, have a subpar effort. I think they'll play well. Perhaps Miami will match them if they do, so be it. Yeah, so you like the Celtics tonight, Bob. I like them, Jerry. Um, I like them. I don't love them. I mean, that's just the way I felt right. about most of their games at all, all, all the way along. I like them. I don't love them. I, they haven't earned my complete trust yet. Oh, you're, uh, one, of, they, you're one of those frauds that picked the Heat in the series? <laughs> oh, fra- picked them. Hey, Jerry, I failed 100% after game two. Right. 100%. I, not only did I say they weren't going to win, I said I didn't, I'd really prefer they didn't win any games in Boston to prevent any need to go back to Miami to listen to that <laughs> that that blankety-blank PA guy and to give those people the satisfaction of seeing the Celtics go down. No, I really felt that there was no chance. And one of the reasons was I thought Ray had nothing left to give. Right. And I just didn't think they were going to play well at all. And uh, so they fooled me, and I'm happy to be. I'm you, happy they fooled me. You know, I think we all agree that LeBron James has not come up big in the big moments so far in his career. But he's only 27, and we all think eventually he's going to win a title, right? Do you agree, Bob, that he will win a title yeah, or two? I would, so I, No, I felt <laughs> – You, d- you uh, don't? I, I, 
no, no. I, I do think that he's good enough. I love this guy's game, and I, I really uh, don't want to jump on the, you know, that that bandwagon that he's fatally flawed. I don't think he's fatally flawed. I think I don't yet. I mean, yeah, I might be wrong. Is he? Yes, I do it, think he's going to have a championship in him somewhere. He has to. He's too good. Is he Mickelson? Is he Peyton Manning? Yeah. Is he the guy we're just waiting, and he will break through? And when he does, it all changes for him. Yeah, I think so because the perception. I mean, I put this in print that I have been saying it on you know, on the air for for weeks. He has such a high standard that people have set that only if they win, he's the MVP and he's the star of the championship of the clinching game. Will people get off his back? No, he created this scenario, it's, but he lives under a, um, a scrutiny that no previous superstar of and is this league at least. I'll stick, stay strictly with basketball, but I mean, I go back as far as the. You know, uh, I pick up with the, when Oscar Robertson and, and West and, and, and Baylor are around. And, uh, and so from that point on, there's not a superstar you can name who plays under the scrutiny that he does. And, uh, and, and, and the, the minute-by-minute examination of his game, uh, the way he has it. But once again, we all know why. We all know that that fateful decision uh, to, to have the decision uh, and then the subsequent pep rally thing uh, haunts him. And uh, that's his own fault. But I, I, I would ask people to let him up off that. I think he's made his apologies enough. Uh, Bob, do you have a theory as to why they fail miserably when it is crunch time, 24 seconds left, game tied or down two, whatever the case may be? This is not a small sample. This is a significant yeah. sample. What, is it just lack of execution? Is it lack of coaching? Is it is it two individual superstars, both who don't complement each other, but sort of do the same thing? What is it? Yeah, I wish I knew because my. Well, first of all, my LeBron's forte is not he can make shots, but he's not a shooter. He's a driver and he's a scorer. He's not a shooter. Wade is more of a shooter, although the statistics are out there that he's not as great in that in the clutch as people think. Uh, in other words, neither one is Paul Pierce. Neither one is, the, uh, and particularly LeBron, is not a registered jump shooter who, and who can get a shot uh, that, that he wants that is quite makeable. And Pierce has a number of great last-second shots or less, you know, 20-second shots or whatever on his resume. Mm. Uh, LeBron does not. And one reason is Pierce is simply flat out a better guy in that circumstance. It's not LeBron's game. People are asking him to do something that he's had, just given us a, a decade's worth of exposure now to, for us to see what his game is all about. And it isn't about that. Uh, it just isn't. He's not Kobe. Kobe's game was about that. Um, other guys named Michael was about that. But LeBron isn't. People just insist on putting a square peg in a round hole here with him. And I think they're misreading his game. The other thing is he's so willing to pass because he is a good passer and he is a good teammate. And I, uh, I, I think he's torn between uh, wanting to, you know, he knows what the perception is of himself. On the other hand, he knows how to play this game. And if the right thing to do is to pass the ball, he'll pass the ball. Um, and, and so he's kind of trapped in that sense, too. You know, the generally accepted theory, Bob Ryan, is that if Eric Spolstra and the Heat lose this game or lose in Game 7 and don't get to the finals, Eric Spolstra will be history. Uh, in your estimation, is the biggest disparity in, in a Celtic advantage versus a Heat disadvantage under the box, coach check mark. Nope. Nope. I mean, it's a, it, I, the check mark goes to Doc, but but it's it's way out of line. Uh, uh, Spolstra, if he were a complete stiff, they wouldn't have gotten this far. Uh, believe me. I think the problem is that higher up. I think Riley didn't do a good job of assembling the uh, the complementary pieces. And although and now I say this, now having said that, one of the complementary pieces who gets a lot of money, Mike Miller gets star money, and he's been hurt since they ever got him, and he's never delivered the goods re- uh, reliably. Uh, they don't have enough around them. I think that that, that to uh, that's as simple as that. Their, their bench isn't reliable, 
and uh, they did not construct. You can't win with just three. You need that three. Uh, three's a great way to start. But when you consider how the Celtics won in 08, they don't win without Posey and Eddie House and P.J. Brown, period. Right. Don't well, they, win. they don't have a bench, though, either, Bob. The Celtics bench is awful. Well, their bench is not a scoring bench. You know, Doc, right. No, it's not a great bench either. So uh, I agree, but it, at least – they know what to get from. They know what their jobs are anyway, and right. and they can execute them. Uh, I, I think they're getting what they need. Uh, you know, the, the lift, you know, wherever it's come from, Daniels one night who didn't even play the, the last game, or Dooling who can make threes and, and doesn't throw the ball away and, and, and stabilizes. And, of course, the, the, the great package that is Petrus, who finally showed you the other half of his game right. when he made those threes the other night. Um, so, the, you know, generally speaking, in these games, if, if they, either team gets auxiliary help, they win the game. I mean, uh, you know, maybe Miami will have somebody come off the bench and do what, what Petrus did the other night. It could change everything. What surprises you or impresses you most about this Celtics team? We talked to Doc the other day. He said he's never coached a smaller team. They don't have a big man. We spent a lot of time bemoaning the loss of Kendrick Perkins last year, but at least they had, you know, Jermaine O'Neal and Ninad Kristich. This this team has no big men. They don't have a big man. They don't have a five, and they are one game away from the finals. Well, they're lucky that, you know, they played Atlanta without their big man, Horford. That when You saw right. how he could have changed everything. Mm. They played Philadelphia, who who don't have a star to start with, and, and, and you know, you, Central Hawks isn't going to cause you sleepless nights. Right. So you have that, uh, fortunately. And now they're playing a team that, that is so bereft in the middle that they have started three different guys at, at that position in this series, two of whom did not get off the bench in, in the game last five. game. Right. So that's how bereft they are. So I think it's a very fortunate circumstance. In the next series, if they get there, uh, there will be Perkins and there will be Nick Collison, and uh, they're much better players than they've been considered. All right, tell us about the next round. I know you watch every minute of every I game. Did. This yeah, Oklahoma City team you saw – Give up 63 points in the first half and then 38 mm-hmm. in the second. Is it 30? 18 and 18, 36. 36 in the second half and, and, and win the West last night. Are they vulnerable in your mind, Bob? Uh, they're, yeah, they may be vulnerable to a degree because they're not maybe as accomplished a total defensive team as the Celtics can be, but they terrify me. Durant is unstoppable. I don't know who guards Durant. Uh, if if, and maybe, I don't think Garnett can go out there and chase him around all night out there. Uh, I don't know who guards Durant. I don't know. Uh, that's the number one problem. I worry about how a Ibaka could affect the game. They're they're really terrifying. And Harden. Now Harden is a, another uh, mm. a difficult matchup for them. Uh, I I would think. Um, so they're really really good and they're fun and uh, they're exciting and and they they would terrify me. I was thinking behind for last night for the Celtics. I'd rather that they play San Antonio yeah. uh, than uh, than play Oklahoma City. They're going to be a difficult physical matchup. Hey, Bob, one way or the other, this ends for this current cast of Celtic characters either Saturday night at the earliest or June 26th at the latest. And I want to talk to you about what history will show uh, a region's level of satisfaction is with a particular team. And I will get there by going toward perhaps what might be a vulgar analogy. When you go out on a date, if they tell you you're going to get the first base, before the date happens, you're happy. But if you get the second base when you're on the date, then maybe you're not quite as satisfied with second base and you're getting looking forward to getting to third. What degree of satisfaction will exist historically <laughs> about this basketball team if they get knocked off in seven by the Heat and don't make it to the NBA Finals versus getting to the NBA Finals and getting waxed by Oklahoma City? They better get past the heat now, but that'll disappoint people greatly, and I think it'll cloud the issue, unfortunately. Look, I, I keep com- coming back to this. It's the fifth year of a three-year plan, so everybody should be happy about anything that's going on, but this is an opportunity that you don't want to see go by, and you don't want to have to lose to the heat, for sure. Um, I, I would think, so let's say they 
that to the finals. There should be an enormous amount of satisfaction. It's a five-year run. It will have included at least one championship and, and, and at least two, maybe two, and, and two runner-ups. Another year when if Garnett doesn't get hurt, maybe you go back to the finals that year. Uh, it's a pretty damn good run. It's more than I think we could have expected mm. over a five-year period when I think we all really mentally said it's a three-year window. They got it done the first year, which was great. And uh, I think it's going to go down as a very, very, very successful era for Danny and the ownership and and, an enjoyable time for the fans. uh, The new group of fans, this is a whole different generation of fans. This is their team. This isn't the Bird fans. These aren't the the Havlicek fans. These aren't the Kuzi fans. These are these guys' fans. And and, uh, I I think they've gotten an awful lot from this team. uh, uh, But I think there would be a lot of sorrow if they don't uh, now up 3-2. They've set themselves up. They've got to finish it off. I think that'll put them safe and secure because I think people will be reasonable enough when they see what Oklahoma City has to provide, uh, you know, for opposition to know that if they beat that team, uh, then we're then we're really having a parade because they're going to be hard for the Celtics to beat. All right, final question for me, Robert. Um, this is an oversimplification, but tell me if it has any validity. Probably tonight, the Celtics win in a close game. The Heat win with a comfortable margin. Does that make sense to you? No, I think that not, not necessarily. In fact, I'm thinking more if the Celtics are going to win. Uh, you, the, the people will be lighting up those metal cigars with eight minutes to go because it will mean that they will have cracked the heat and the heat will finally have, have given up and mm. gone home. And, and I, I'm looking more to that. I'm looking more. I'm not looking 130-192. You know, you know what that's for. <laughs> right, right. But, I'm, but I'm, looking, I'm looking for uh, if they win, I think they win, and, and uh, you're going to see uh, Etuan Moore on the floor when the game's over. If they win. I don't expect a close game if they win. I, I think, frankly, it's the other way. Interesting. I think the other way. I think that the Heat uh, uh, conquered the Demons, and, and, and LeBron has you know, 14 points in the last five minutes. That's me. I'm going counterintuitive. So you but by I'm, that. So you think the Heat kind of give up once they get yeah, down? Yeah, I think that yeah. the Celtics. Uh, I think the Celtics can 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 just b- b- the dam burst thing on the whole thing. You know, just just wash over them. Uh, if they if they get up on them, I don't think the Heat are coming back in this one. So if, so, so if Sean Williams makes the box score, then we're headed for <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma City, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> hey, Garnett, come Garnett coming back next year, Bob. Uh, there's a much better chance than it was at the All-Star break. I'd say it's, it's a lot better than 50-50 now. I don't see how they can give up on him. Right. Bob right. Ryan, thanks for the talk. Always fun talking basketball You're with you. We'll talk guys. to you down the road. Enjoy the game okay. tonight. Thank you, Michelle. Bye-bye. Bob Ryan with Dennis and Callahan on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE. Our conversation with interview. Bob. Didn't you hear me? He shot down all of Jones' theories. Everything. He said no. <laughs> no. Everything. No. That's fine. I like that. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I thought he was going to slap you when you talked about going to third base. I like was, that analogy. Yeah. A little vulgar analogy. Uh, our conversation with Bob was brought to you by Comcast Business Class. Switch to Comcast Business Class for internet, voice, and TV solutions. Don't wait. Call 800-391-3000 to switch now. Our ultimate baseball Fenway Park experience for four is at $2,500. I'll give you the details again in the next segment. See if we can get it up to $3,000 for the Dana-Farber and the Pan Mass Challenge. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend? 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 